Every day in business is a big day. At Comcast Business, we'll keep you ready for what's next with the network that can deliver gig speeds to the most businesses. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary. Call for details. This is your tech news briefing for Monday, May 24th. I'm Chris Zinsley for The Wall Street Journal, filling in for Amanda Llewellyn. Google has pumped billions of dollars into artificial intelligence. One of its biggest initiatives is through a unit called DeepMind that works on ethically sensitive AI research. Senior managers at DeepMind had sought for years to gain more independence from the parent company. Now we report exclusively that Google has quashed those efforts. We'll talk with our tech reporter Parmi Olson, who broke the story for us after these headlines. As we previewed last week, Apple CEO Tim Cook took the witness stand Friday in a closely watched antitrust court battle. Cook spent about four hours trying to counter claims by the maker of Fortnite Epic Games, which says Apple unfairly restricts competition in its app store. Cook also faced pointed questions from the judge overseeing the case, who noted that Apple prohibits developers from alerting users in their apps to cheaper options for in-app purchases outside of Apple's system. Cook defended Apple's right to choose a business model that relies on commissions from apps and in-app purchases. The trial is expected to end with final arguments today, and the judge is expected to rule in the coming months. And over the weekend, China's Mars rover began roving. A week after touching down on the Red Planet, the Zhurong rover began a 90-day tour. It'll investigate the planet's soil, minerals, and atmosphere as it looks for signs of water ice below the planet's surface. China is the second country to successfully operate a rover on Mars. The U.S. first did it in 1997. All right, coming up, Google cut off an attempt to give its DeepMind AI unit more autonomy. We get into what happened after the break. Every day in business is a big day. At Comcast Business, we'll keep you ready for what's next with the network that can deliver gig speeds to the most businesses. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary. Call for details. Back in 2014, Google bought a company called DeepMind. It specializes in making advanced AI systems to mimic the way human brains work. It's an approach known as deep learning. Now, for years, senior managers there had tried to negotiate more independence from the parent company. And now we report that last month, Google ended those talks. Parmi Olson broke the story for us, and she's here to talk about it. Parmi, thanks for coming on the show. My pleasure. So, Parmi, let's talk about these negotiations over DeepMind. Uh, You've been speaking with people close to this situation. What did you learn about what the people at DeepMind wanted? So what I learned from speaking to people who were familiar with what happened was that DeepMind had been proposing for some time to Google that they could have some measure of independence from the company. And this went back actually quite uh, many years back to around the time of the acquisition. So Google bought DeepMind in 2014 for about $500 million. And actually, the year after that, Google restructured into Alphabet. It became more of an umbrella company with so-called bets that it was um, managing. And that 
came up as a kind of opportunity for DeepMind to get a new measure of independence. And it was from around that time onwards that DeepMind's founders started telling staff at the company that there was this possibility to become more independent from Alphabet. One of the reasons for doing that was relevant to DeepMind's long-term goal, which is to create something called artificial general intelligence. Now, you've probably heard of artificial intelligence. Artificial general intelligence is like this next level of AI, which is much, much more human-like. AI right now is very good at doing things like recognizing voices or a face or typing out text for you, but it can't do all the different general things that the human brain can do. And that's what artificial general intelligence, the theory, is that it will be able to do that, um, become almost sentient. It's almost this kind of science science fiction um, style way of looking at AI. But the people at DeepMind are seriously working on trying to build this. No one's done it yet. Um, but they are, um, they take it very seriously and they, they call it solving intelligence. And the view in the company and of the founders was that, hey, if we actually build this, should it be controlled by a single corporate entity? And they felt that actually it would be better to be more independent from Google. And so what they looked into was to have some sort of partial spin out where they would become a much more legally separate organization with a kind of quasi nonprofit structure. And the goal was that by not being part of um, a single company, that they might better protect this extremely powerful um, form of artificial intelligence if and when they were ever able to actually build it. Yeah, I can imagine that that kind of work would come with potentially a lot of related ethical issues working on something as advanced as as general AI. What was their hope that this separation from the corporate parent company would help achieve? I think it was a little bit ill-defined from um, what I was able to find out from speaking to people. But one thing they did try to do was actually write guidelines to steer that separation. So have the principles in place about how this kind of AI should not be used. For for example, um, it should not be used for certain types of surveillance and it shouldn't be used with autonomous weapons. And so by spinning out and kind of ring fencing that technology with these ethical guidelines, then that would protect the technology from being used in a way that that they felt might be harmful. Got it. And so what was Google, the parent company's perspective on this? Uh, Again, based on your reporting, why did Google cut off these talks? This is one thing that was difficult to ascertain. Um, But the people who I spoke to who were familiar with these plans generally Although there was a lot of hope within DeepMind among staff that it would happen, there was also a measure of skepticism that they could ever really pull it off. Because, as I mentioned earlier, Google paid $500 million for this company in 2014. And not only that, they were investing hundreds of millions more over the following years in this very um, expensive salaries of artificial intelligence scientists and researchers who work there. There are about a thousand people who work at DeepMind and and most of them are engineers and and researchers and they're very well paid. And, and the company has, is not profitable. In fact, it's, it's loss making for the last few years. So it's a big financial investment for Google. And you can imagine actually 
if you buy a company, you invest that much money in it, why would you want to allow that company to be spun out in that way? Got it. So this isn't the first time that Google has grappled with ethical issues around AI. We've reported on a number of instances where it's struggled in some ways. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's that's a great question. And, and actually, there's this broader question of how do companies regulate themselves and oversee this kind of technology? And Google, in 2019, they launched this very high-profile independent council made up of people outside the company to guide the AI-related work that it did. And then it disbanded about a week later because there was quite a bit of uproar about one of the people on that council. So the company certainly has tried to do this kind of thing, but it didn't work. And there was another board that uh, that DeepMind had here in the UK that was overseeing its work in healthcare. They were building artificial intelligence systems and doing research into ways they could um, make sense of health data to help solve problems. That review board also got disbanded. So this is, it's a very tricky, it's a tricky area. Google does have a board for overviewing ethics and AI that it produces for its products and its services, but it's almost entirely staffed by Google executives. It's an internal board. And there are two uh, DeepMind executives who, or one DeepMind executive who is on that board and one DeepMind co-founder who's on that board. And so a lot of people are paying attention to what Google is doing in AI. Uh, we heard from Google's vice president of engineering earlier this month, uh, Marion Croak, and she talked about bringing more people onto Google's AI ethics team. Why is Google so closely watched when it comes to AI and ethics? Well, I think Google is one of the foremost tech giants, and it puts a, a ton of money into artificial intelligence research. And Sundar Pichai, um, Google CEO, has frequently talked about AI as being important to the company's future. AI, generally speaking, is behind so many of the things that we kind of take for granted today, the recommendation systems that power Netflix or that power the Facebook newsfeed or the recommendation algorithm on YouTube. Um, the content moderation that happens on YouTube and that happens on Facebook is, as well as powered by humans, it's powered by artificial intelligence algorithms. So the way that AI works and is researched and scrutinized is very important when it comes to even the products that we use day to day. All right. Wall Street Journal tech reporter Parmi Olson. Parmi, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. And that's it for today's tech news briefing. You can find more tech stories on our website, wsj.com. And if you like our show, please go rate and review us in your app store. It really does help. I'm Chris Zinsley for The Wall Street Journal. Thanks for listening.